0: Welcome to DLC Manufacturing in New Ulm, Minnesota. Behind me, you can hear parts being fabricated or built for equipment in lots of industries. Metal pieces created here will be used on all kinds of things, from massive metal signs to construction vehicles. It takes an enormous high-tech facility to do that job. Lining the walls of the 36,000-square-foot factory, the stars of the show are eight massive blue and white machines. These are giant industrial lasers that transform raw, unsharpened sheets of metal into a variety of ready-to-use parts. If you're not familiar with fabrication, here's a very simplified explanation of what goes on at DLC. The company's highly skilled operators move long sheets of metal onto a conveyor belt at the end of these machines. At DLC, these sheets can be over an inch thick. They enter the dimensions of the part they're making. Then, and this is the coolest part, lasers hit the metal's surface and heat it at such a high temperature that it melts or completely vaporizes the metal. It carves out these complex parts with an incredible degree of precision. Watching these lasers at work is a bit surreal. Arms of the lasers move quickly and sparks are flying. Brent Donner, the owner of DLC, showed me their newest laser, which had a green plate over it for eye protection. He said looking at it without that plate could make you go blind. Brent laughed at me when my eyes got wide. He pointed out that this is just one of the many ways the technology has changed since he started in the industry.
1: I love this. I've been doing this for over 30 years and I love it. I, I love coming to work every day. I mean, I just, I just love doing what I'm doing and I have such a great crew that, I mean, they're, they're family to me.
0: It's amazing to think that a facility this huge hasn't been here that long, just about four years. I wondered how Brent got into this field, essential to so many industries, and how he built such an impressive operation. So when I sat down to interview Brent about his business, I wanted to know if he always saw himself working in this industry and being a business owner. I know this is kind of a big question, but when you think back to your your high school days, you know, when you're thinking about what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Right. What did you think you were going to be doing at this point in your life? I had
1: no clue. I mean, I really didn't.
0: When you talk with Brent, it's obvious that he has a very clear memory. He remembers names, dates, and numbers like no one I've ever met. And to me, it shows he's a very caring and intelligent person that was always destined to build something big. Brent told me he grew up in a rough household. And after years of moving around, he found a safe place to live with his aunt and uncle. His uncle also helped instill a new passion in him, tinkering with cars. Brent was also always a whiz with numbers and was a straight-A student. Of course, that meant he had a lot of college options after he graduated high school. But ultimately, he found a home at a technical college. But he hit another hard spot in his life, Living on his own as a college student, totally independent from anybody, and finishing a degree, he hit a low point. One day, he went to apply for welfare, but as he was filling out the application, he decided he needed to take charge of his path. He left the application there, and on his way back home, he found a newspaper ad at a gas station. The ad simply said,
1: Sam Blaster needed at Hutchinson Manufacturing.
0: He got the job but shortly after he got an injury in his leg from working that sandblaster. But wanting to keep him on, his supervisors put him on a laser fabricator and he took to it like a duck to water.
1: I learned how to program in the first day and within three days I was running programs. And so they kind of saw my talent there when I didn't know anything about it.
0: Through apprenticeships, learning from his coworkers and his natural skills with mechanics and numbers, Brent quickly ran ahead of his teachers and learned how to make the machines he was working with more efficient. He rose up in the ranks as he gained more and more knowledge about laser fabrication. After almost 15 years in the business, Brent had worked for three different companies. But his transformation to a business owner started when his last employer sent him on a work trip to Connecticut. In
1: 2005, I had never had plans to ever leave this place. Like we bought a laser and even though I'd never seen it before, they sent me out to Connecticut to actually see the machine. Okay. So I hop on a plane with a guy by the name of Jeff Hickok and David DeWald and David, I'm sitting on the aisle and David's in the middle and not one word is said to me on this entire flight from Minnesota to Connecticut. So we get to Connecticut and I'm working on, uh, there's a, it was a 5,000 watt 50-30 Trump laser. And I'm watching this thing going and my head is telling me numbers. You know, this thing is not set right. It's off. And I said, can I make some adjustments? And he looks at me like, yeah, go right ahead. And I just, numbers that were in my head, I plugged them in and I hit start. And this thing went from like 600 inches a minute to like 1,300 inches a minute.
0: Brent doubled the laser's output and the machine was just flying. Everyone in the room had their jaw on the floor.
1: So I set the machine back to where it was before I even touched it. And he brought, came back and he said, what the hell did you do? And I said, that's for me to know. And that's what you're supposed to teach me because you're, you're the expert. And I turned around and I walked away. David and Jeff were just standing there. Their eyes were big. We go back to the airport. Still nothing is said to me. And... We fly all the way back to Minnesota that same day and not one word is said.
0: When Brent got back to Minnesota, David approached him and said, if you ever want to start a business, here's my card. It got the cogs in his mind moving. He thought, could I share my knowledge as a laser fabrication consultant? Brent's last boss saw this potential and invested in Brent's startup costs for a consulting business. Of course, it immediately took off. Everyone in laser fabrication wanted the guy who could more than double a machine's output to advise them. Shortly after, in 2007, Brent set off completely on his own, and his business kept growing. One of his first clients? Bobcat. Yeah, that Bobcat, which is still DLC's biggest client today. Brent was incredibly proud of the income that he was making, but... As a consultant, flying all over the country was exhausting, especially with his kids at home.
1: So I worked for five and a half months straight. Straight. And the only time I came home was Friday or Saturday morning. I would see my kids and then back and I'd go.
0: A year after he started consulting, Brent had a good stockpile saved to invest in his own lasers and expand his business to manufacturing. But... He needed a little help. He remembered the business card David gave him after the Connecticut trip, and he reached out. Of course, David said yes to investing. With this new support, DLC slowly built out its manufacturing capabilities, buying lasers in Goodyear's and relying on Brent's consulting income during rocky ones. But seven years into the manufacturing business, their client demands grew exponentially. A few years later, DLC was ready to build the 36,000 square foot facility that the business is housed in today. But their previous bank couldn't help them get to that spot they were growing into. As Brent was looking for a new financial partner, I asked him why he chose Bank Midwest.
1: Well, to me that's an easy question. Uh, you know, we were we've been in town, you know, since 2008 when we when we started doing our business and our Last bank that we had, we really didn't have any control. I mean, if, if I wanted to spend a penny, I had to get approval, no matter what I did. And then they built a new branch here, and then I found out that Shannon was working there.
0: Shannon Hillsheim describes herself as an accountant by trade. She worked in commercial accounting for 10 years when she joined Bank Midwest's team as New Ulms market president and an ag and commercial lender. Here's Shannon to talk about her role. So I do the lending here.
2: So I will do commercial loans and egg loans here at the bank and then I also manage the New Ulm location. We're located on Center and Broadway. So great space. Built a beautiful bank and we have grown quite a bit. We've we had probably four empty offices when we first started. And we are completely full. In fact, we just had to remodel and add two offices now. So we have all of our business lines here. We've got mortgage,
0: insurance, investments, banking. So it's a one-stop shop. Shannon is very involved around New Ulm and met Brent through their kids' softball. Like Brent, she's a whiz with numbers and is excellent at translating data to drive decisions for businesses. Brent was in the middle of their big expansion and needed a quick change. He set up a meeting with Shannon.
1: And I just walked in and sat down with Shannon and told her exactly what all my, my fears were with my current bank and what I, what I needed to have in order to move forward, forward. And she's like, done. We were in the process of building this new facility. We were locked into a, an interest rate at our current bank. And I went to Shannon and she's like, yeah, we can totally beat that. It's crazy of the freedom that the bank has given us. That's why I'm with Bank Midwest and why I stay with Bank Midwest. Yeah. Like I said, Bank Midwest has been amazing for us.
0: Today, DLC continues to skyrocket. Brent has a fantastic team of seven people that he trained himself. And he proudly says they have no sales team." that means they're completely run on word of mouth. I asked him what his business philosophy is or what drives his decisions for DLC. He says his commitment is to building his team up and giving them the work environment and opportunities that he wanted when he started out. That means his team strictly works 40 hours a week and absolutely never works weekends. They have flexible vacation time. He has plans to bring everybody on his team to a six-figure salary. And he's committed to sharing 100% of his knowledge with his team and his consultant clients. It's obvious when you talk to Brent about DLC that he views it like a family.
1: That's how I learned how to do it, by other people's knowledge and that's like here when I you know I have you know a plumber I have a guy that worked for a paving company I had a, I have a guy that works for a fast and all I mean I can go through everyone that's here everybody's name and tell you not one person knew what this industry was not one you know like I said Todd's my plant manager and he's been here since day one Mm -hmm. he was the fashion all rep
0: another essential component of success having a financial partner that understands you your business and your potential here's Shannon to explain you know brent is so passionate about what he
2: does um the opportunity he's allowing for his, his team to grow and make their lives better. He talks about that all the time. It's hard not to want to help, right? Like, I love working with numbers. Obviously, I was an accountant in the beginning, but I found working with people is where my passion is. So this role here at the bank allows me to do both of those things that I love to do. Um, I think being, you know, a sounding board for for customers like Brent um, and other business owners like him. Um, Again, I have that accounting background as well, which helps me just figure out what their needs might be and listening for the best way that to help them. You know, I'm not the business owner. They know that. And so being able
0: to listen to what their needs are. What's next for DLC? Brent says that after almost 15 years in the business, the sky is the limit and they're already expanding. But most importantly, he wants to set the business up to buzz when he passes it on to his daughters. One of them already works on the floor at DLC with her husband.
1: I mean, we have a crazy business here, and never thought we'd get this big, <laughs> you know, or grow like this. But well, expectations—everybody said we'd fail, and we didn't fail. Yeah. You know, here we are, strong. We started in 2009, and you know, we're kicking pretty good in 2023.
0: Thanks again to our guests, Brent Donner and Shannon Hillsheim for sharing their expertise today. Dream Plan Live is a podcast presented by Bank Midwest. You can find more resources and answers to your top of mind business questions by visiting our website at bankmidwest.com slash blog. And if you like this episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite episodes. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Emma Meyer with Emma Meyer Content Marketing. We're so excited to share more conversations with you. Keep dreaming big, and we'll see you soon. Bank Midwest Insurance. Securities and insurance products are not deposits, not FDIC insured, not insured by any federal government agency, not guaranteed by the bank, and may go down in value. Bank Midwest, member FDIC.